Hi, great to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. There's a lot going on, lots to get to, lots to talk about. We've got Kirk Cameron, the actor, the director, the executive producer. He's got a new movie coming out, Life Mark. They've got the premiere tonight. It's going to be in theaters nationwide on the 9th, so make sure that you tune in for that. Uh, We're going to talk to him next hour about a lot of stuff, including growing pains, including being in Hollywood and somebody who who, you know, finds a value system that really makes sense to him, and can you still be successful? And then we get into the movie. It's about adoption. It's about an adopted child meeting their birth parents. You know, how does that go? Uh, it's a very, very inspiring movie. I want you guys to make sure you stick around for that interview. And then hour number three is going to be Julie Banderas, host and anchor from Fox News Channel, very good friend of mine. She's now an author for the first time, and we talk about the children's book that she wrote, along with Brave Books. So go to bravebooks.com to get her book, and also uh, hang out. Because it's, it's a fun conversation about the way Fox News used to be when I used to be on there all the time and, and where back and forth now on television and radio is today, which is very, very different. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. I'm going to play the, the Fetterman um, audio and video. If you're watching, just you can go to JoePags.com, click on Watch Now, and you'll see this. I'm going to play John Fetterman one more time at that campaign event where he's having a hard time putting his thoughts together. He's saying things that don't make sense, sentences that are not congruent. They're not connected. And for me, I feel bad for the guy. I don't feel bad for him politically. I disagree with him. I think that politically speaking, he should not be the leader of anything because what he like, he wants to release a bunch of people from prison. He thinks that'll make people no, no more um, in danger, won't make them any less safe, which is crazy. It's crazy to even consider that. And he said it five times. I played the, the proof of that. But also, he's a guy who's big union guy. That means that he's in the pockets of the unions, that basically he's going to do what they want. And, um, you know, unions had their day, their day and age in this country. And it's less important now than it used to be. Now it's more about political power and less about looking out for the workers. So I'm not for him politically. But when this guy, he just had a stroke recently, when he gets out to a microphone and he says this, I just need to know if you still think he can represent you in Washington. I don't think so. Please understand the stakes in this race. Send me to Washington, D.C. to send so I can work with Senator Casey and I can champion the union way of life in Jersey, excuse me, in D.C. Thank you. Thank you very much. And it's an honor. I live eight minutes away from here. And when I leave tonight, I got three miles away. Dr. Oz in his mansion in New Jersey, you've got a friend and you have an ally. Send me to Washington, D.C. Thank you very much. Thank you, Steelworkers. I mean, what's he talking about? I don't know what he's talking about. And I don't think you know what he's talking about either. And even if you think you align with him politically, is this the person you want representing you? I mean, you'll literally be saying John Fetterman with a stroke for you is a better candidate than Trump's guy, Oz, who's completely lucid, extremely smart, is an actual doctor. I don't get it. I really don't. And again, before he had the stroke, he's talking about how you can release one-third of the, the jail population, prison population, would not make any Pennsylvania less, less safe. Pennsylvanians will be very unsafe if you release one-third of the people that a jury or a judge said should go behind bars. What are we talking about, man? So a couple of things at play here. Is it okay to lie your face off in campaign ads? And he's lying. 
And are you comfortable with somebody who cognitively is having major issues because of a stroke going and representing you? Let me go to the phone lines. I appreciate you taking the time. In Toledo, going to be Corey. Corey, what's going on? Hi. Hey, Joe. Uh, earlier you were talking about uh, the lies on political ads and uh, also the fact that you had recently left TikTok. So I thought it would be interesting if Dr. Oz were to put together a TikTok-style ad that's either a Twitch or a duet or maybe both that basically says, uh, hey, here's what his ad says, and here I am duetting with it, showing you what he actually said. So I think it'd be effective. Uh, Why not? I'm, I, yeah. I think in this and day and age... And also you reach a younger population. So right, because the, young, the younger population has a very short attention span if you did something that would be like that and i'm still doing the tiktok like videos but i'm doing them on getter i'm doing them on instagram and doing them on on truth social i just i didn't want the ccp to have access to my stuff and i was tired of the censoring but i think you've got a great idea and maybe we'll, we'll suggest it to his campaign uh, Corey, i appreciate that the younger audience is now used to those very fast uh, and when he's talking about duetting if you do a video I can make my image side-by-side side with you. I can stop your video, point out where you, what you got wrong or got right. And also, I mean, duets are also where people are singing with other, other people online. But the TikTok-style videos is very effective. TikTok itself is very effective. It's too bad the Chinese Communist Party has access to everything on your phone or your device. It's too bad they even know your keystrokes that you're making on your device. If your kid has TikTok, you might want to talk to him or her about getting rid of it. But you can still do those style of videos on Getter. They just updated how they do it on Getter. And if you're on Getter, I'm at Joe Talk Show, at Joe Talk Show over there. Go follow me. But you can do those now. And I uploaded one earlier today. I did a couple yesterday. Then I put them on Truth. I put them on Instagram. You don't have to do it through TikTok. But I think he's got a very good idea. I really do. Let me go back at it and say hello and welcome to Leon in Michigan. Leon, what's going on? Hi. Hey, I've got a question for you. Uh, it's. If we're worried about mental capacity of this guy that had a stroke, why are we not worried about mental capacity with candidates that are in their late 70s? Because not all of them have it together anymore. Uh, because I, I think that mental capacity has, has no age limit. It, mental capacity is about how well you can cognitively understand things and speak. Um, so, yeah, I don't want to put an age limit, Leon. I, it's an interesting question, but I don't think age limits matter. Because if you look at Trump, who's about Joe Biden's age, and you look at him at a rally in front of 30,000 just having a party and dancing. Then you look at Biden, who can't get through a sentence, you know, on some days. When he's really heavily drugged, he can. Um, there's a major difference. So saying it's the number bothers me. John Fetterman is way younger than late 70s. And cognitively speaking, he's got a problem right now. So I don't, I don't think age has anything to do with it. Um, if you've got Biden, who Ronnie Jackson says has, has onset dementia, well, that's different than somebody just being an age. You know what I mean? 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. Good question. And I'm not saying that you're stupid or anything, because you're not, clearly. But you're literally saying, if I get to age 78, which I plan to go way past that, and I'm still this cognizant, this fleet of tongue, this able to think of things and come up with ideas for stories, should my employer fire me because I'm 78 or I'm 80 or 85? At what point do we stop allowing? Alan Dershowitz is in his 80s. Had him on two weeks ago. It's like the guy is 35 years old. So what do we do? Do we just say, you know, Dersh, you're 80-something, so we're not going to allow you to do it anymore because you've got a number. See, I wouldn't want to do that. I want to be able to say, I'm still doing the job, still bringing the ratings, I'm still bringing the news, I'm playing interesting parodies, I'm playing interesting pieces of video and audio. Um, there's no reason to even consider asking me my age. doesn't matter. Am I doing the job? And I think that that's what counts. Let me go back at it. Let me say hello to uh, Mike in Kansas City. Hi, Mike. 
Hey, Joe, love your show. Love you and Handy. I think you bring a little bit more edge to the show. Than Thanks, does. man. But, but anyhow, you ask about Centerman, why not elect him? Well, we elected a president that had two aneurysms, by definition, is a stroke. So why can't we elect a senator? And you know I'm being sarcastic when I say that. No, no, I understand that, Mike. I don't think an aneurysm is a stroke. Um, a stroke is something different. A I stroke... think it is a form of a stroke. It's a, it's, a, it's a lack of blood supply to a vein. No, it's not. An aneurysm is a, is a, a vein that has a balloon in it, and it, it's puffed out. Whereas a vein would normally be like a vacuum line on a car. Imagine the vacuum line had a bubble coming out of one side that could burst at any moment. That's an aneurysm. A stroke is, I believe, a blood clot in the, in the brain that cuts off you know, the, the nutrients that that part, that part needs, and it shuts down some of your motor so skills. I think they're different. They're, they're... They're a little bit different then. No, no, I think they're very different. But, Mike, I understand your point. I really do. I, the fact is he had the aneurysms a long time ago, though. Um, I don't think that the aneurysms have anything to do. You know, if they burst, he'll die. But many people think an aneurysm is, um, is, is something that bursts and you die. No. An aneurysm is actually where the vein, if I've got it right, and I'm pretty sure I do, where the vein would normally be, you know, like a vessel that's, if you look inside the vessel, it's like a hose, like a water hose. And if the hose gives way, if one side, one wall becomes weaker, it can balloon out. That's an aneurysm. And very carefully, doctors can go in and try to correct an aneurysm if it doesn't burst. If it does burst, you're done. Um, a stroke is something different. It's very different. Um, but I understand what you're saying. Joe Biden, I don't believe, is having cognitive issues because of the aneurysms. I think he's having cognitive issues because he's got dementia. That's what I think. That's my opinion. That's also the opinion of a medical expert like Dr. Ronnie, uh, Ronnie Jackson. He is the former doctor for the White House, for Bush, for Obama, and for Trump. He says he sees age-related, he calls it age-related, onset dementia. That's not, that's not an aneurysm. I hear what you're saying, and I think your point is probably Biden couldn't get through a sentence. He was angry. He was whispering. He was acting weirdly, and they still elected him. I get it. So could they still elect Fetterman in Pennsylvania? Yes. Do I think they should? Of course not. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. A lot of people want to be heard in the phone lines. If you can't get through, keep trying. 888-941-7247 or go to the website, JoePags.com. You can watch the show by clicking on Watch Now or scroll down to the bottom and click on Contact. You'll send me an email. We're back after this in the Joe Pags Show. This is the Joe Pag Show. Hey, thanks a lot for stopping by. I appreciate you checking out the Joe Pags Show. Great radio stations everywhere. Also, the live video, JoePags.com. Click on Watch Now if you're away from the radio. We enjoy having you ingest what we do, no matter how you get it. We appreciate you stopping by. Let me tell you about um, about what's happening with, with gold, precious metals, and the dollar. Here's the deal. If you keep on making more money, more paper money, you keep on printing it like over, it's like $9 trillion in, in the last year alone from the Fed. What does that mean? The dollars that you have in your pocket, the money that you have in your safe is actually going down in value because there's more of it. That $20 bill won't won't buy as much as it did a year ago. We know that. That's the inflation that we're seeing. 
It's looking like 2008 all over again. When millions of Americans watched their retirement savings disappear, well, those who invested in physical gold and silver were protected. You've got $50,000 or more in your IRA, your 401k, or savings. You could be at risk. Right now, thousands of Americans are using an IRS loophole to add physical gold and silver to their retirement savings. Call 855-936-GOLD. Get a free gold IRA kit and learn how thousands are protecting their retirement savings and adding $10,000 or more in free silver to do it. Gold Co. is the company I recommend for gold and silver, and they've helped place over a billion dollars in precious metals, if you can believe that. We could be looking at a recession worse than what we saw in 2008. Don't wait. Get a hold of Gold Co. today. Mention my name, 855-936-GOLD. 855-936-GOLD. Make that happen right now. We go back at it. Let me say hello and welcome to um, Chuck, who's in Michigan. Chuck, what's going on? Hi. Hello, Joe. Thanks for taking my call. You bet. I was... uh... A little bit of surprised. I did remember making note when I heard that he had suffered a stroke and he was the Democrat candidate for Senate in uh, Pennsylvania. And while I have some sympathy for somebody who's going to face those kind of challenges, I was not the least bit surprised he remained the Democrat's uh, candidate for the Senate out of Pennsylvania. I don't think the Democrat Party cares so much about you, your health, your wants, your needs, as much as they care that you will vote the way you're told to. Yes. And just like uh, our current president does what he's told to by some unseen handlers that he's often referred to saying, oh, I've been told not to say that, but I, I can't do that. I'm told what to do. And this guy fits right into that category for them. You're exactly right. Chuck, you could not be more correct, my man. You've got people that are running these candidates, running the president, running the agenda, and they're unseen. And it could be Susan Rice, it could be Ron Klain, it could be Barack Obama, it might be the, the WEF, who knows? Whoever's running the, the, the show doesn't care. They need a D to win that seat in Pennsylvania. And they were not smart enough to do what you said. Had they replaced Fetterman, at least it's a fair race. Now they're taking a guy who's injured, a guy who's got cognitive issues, a guy who should be sitting in a, probably in his bed or in a hospital getting better. Now he's out there on, on the campaign trail sounding like a fool, and they don't care. Chuck, I could not agree more. Thank you for taking my call. All right, brother, thank you. Very well said. Listen, getting it done in Michigan, Chuck. Appreciate you. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247. Going to be Dean in Boston. Dean, talk to me. Joe, who is he appealing to asking for the vote based on I'm letting a third of the population of the prison out? If you get arrested by the police, you have an investigation, it's assigned to a DA, you either have an attorney you paid for or one's afforded to you. You get a plea deal or a trial, you have an appeal, you go to jail, you have probation. All of those systems are paid for by the taxpayer. We pay for the police, the DA, the court, the trial. We pay for all that. And his argument is, I'm going to get elected because I want to give a third of that away after we've gone through that system. What? I think he does have something wrong with his brain. Why would a Democrat even vote for that? Well, here's why. Because allegedly Democrats believe that the criminal justice system and the prison system is unfairly targeting minorities. He's trying to appeal to minorities. He's trying to say these people, one third of these people could be released because they really didn't do that bad a thing. And this is probably just the criminal justice system targeting minorities. He wants the black vote, the Hispanic vote, the female vote, the families of these people that are in prison. That's what he's, he, nobody wants more crime. I don't think anybody wants more crime, but if you can convince people that the only reason why these people are behind bars is because somehow they were unfairly charged, unfairly convicted, and unfairly sentenced. You know that that's been happening for years, right? They really have convinced people that somehow the white man is putting everybody else in jail, which, of course, that's not true.
I just don't get it. Well, I, Dean, I appreciate you. I try, I try to help. I think that's their perspective. They are alleging the criminal justice system is somehow unfairly targeting people. Now, if you ask them, can you show me where one-third of the inmates have been unfairly charged and convicted, we'll talk about it. They can't because they were convicted by a jury of their peers. Many times, plenty of minorities on that jury. So it's a lie what they're saying. And the criminal justice justice system in this country, when it was unfair, and it has been unfair in the past, was unfair because of people like Biden making it so. People like the KKK, Democrats, making it so. I mean, but they think that we're stupid. And we forget. Let me go to Kim, who's in San Antonio. Kim, what's happening? Hi. 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 Um, I love you like a brother. Thank you. I've always wanted to say that. I appreciate anyway, that. Um, I, hey, I'm a licensed registered nurse in the state of Texas. Awesome. And um, I just wanted to clarify a point that you made about um, ischemic versus a hemorrhagic stroke. Um, you are correct when you say that a, an aneurysm is an outpouching or, or a bubble on a vessel. Yes. When that ruptures, uh, that causes what we call a hemorrhagic stroke. So there's two types. I just oh, wanted to I, I, clarify I, I, that. I thought out. that would make you dead if the aneurysm bursts. That doesn't kill you? Um, not always, no. Okay, go if ahead. They can get to it quickly and coil the, coil the vessel. Okay. Um, they, they actually have good outcomes. But, but an aneurysm is not a stroke, which is, uh, so I was right in that aspect. No. I'm not a medical expert, so yes, I, mean, but I knew that they were yes, two sir. different things. So, so explain quickly, if you don't mind, what, it, what specifically is a stroke? So a stroke is um, an injury to your brain resulting in, one, either ischemia, which is lack of oxygen caused by a clot, so you've blocked off the vessel. It can't deliver oxygen to the brain because that's what blood does. Right. And the second type of stroke is when you have that aneurysm, which in and of itself, it's not a stroke, but what happens is when it does rupture, now you have bleeding in the brain. And, you know, if you think of your your skull or your calvarium, it's a very closed system and it can't, it can only hold the brain. Yes. So what happens is if your brain starts to fill up with blood, now you're causing your brain to kind of squeeze within, it's, it's getting squished inside yeah. of your skull. Oxygen can't get to the parts and now you have a stroke. I, I, that's very undersimplified, but that's how that well, works. Well, listen, I'm a simple guy, and you know that. So, so Kim, I appreciate you <laughs> calling in and straightening that out. I do. I also want to give uh, credit where credit is due. My, my sister Monica is a midwife, and she said similar things in the chat room, so she was on top of it as well. So I was kind of right, although not in, you know, increasingly and incredibly medically prepared and educated to say it the way that they've said it. Either way, I don't want a guy with a stroke running to, to be my senator. Keep it here. Come on back. Joe Pags.